Welcome to the Wager Makers Podcast with Webb and Schmidt. Brick by brick, baby. I'm freaking out, Webb. <laughs> there be no man. Stupidity is going to be an asset. What a bunch of crybabies. Hello, my name is Steve Smith, and this is Rob Weber. Say hey, Webb. Well, hello. What's up, Smith? What up, buddy? I'm Smith. That's Webb, and we are the Wager Makers, and this is the Wager Maker Podcast. Thanks for all for joining us. This is episode number 47, Weber. 47 time flies. This was a pretty easy one for me, Smith. This is going to bring me back to the, the gambling heydays when it first got hit. Michael Irvin, number 47, University of Miami, running oh. around with that little couch. Touchdown after touchdown. Uh, and especially against, uh, Notre Dame, the convicts against the, uh, Catholics. So that, that was a pretty easy one for me. And then the other one I had, uh, was the logo. Jerry West is another 47. And I, I could guess the couple you're going to come up with, but those were two, uh, two for me. Awesome. I didn't even think about Michael Irvin back in the day before he went to the Dallas Cowboys. Great, those great, great teams. I remember seeing some documentaries on them recently about, you know, to, the teams showing up in fatigues and all that kind of stuff back in yeah, the day. Yeah, that's when he got the bus. Uh, yeah. I'll never forget 47 for him. He was so good in college. It was crazy. Yeah. Badass squad. Badass squad. Yep. Yeah. That was so yeah, much I, fun I, back then. That. I was going to think of, uh, from, from my, my childhood, Mel Blunt. Yep. Uh, Steelers Hall funny. of Famer back in the day when I was, grew up a Steelers fan back before the, Moved to New Orleans in the Saints Saints Day. I don't know if anybody on here really knows that. Uh, yeah, big, big Steelers fan back in the day. So we got a great show for you tonight, number 47, like we said. Already almost a few few away from 50. I got a good a couple of good numbers coming up, uh, 48 and definitely 49. I got a good one waiting for this thing. So we got a, a great show ahead. Old friend of ours, Webb, is going to be on a show in a few minutes. Uh, Herm Sorcher from the Danbury Hat Tricks, obviously old Freehold, New Jersey buddy. Man, that's going to be tough to keep it, uh, you know, PG-13. There's some stories we could go back, so that's it's going to be interesting. We'll see how that turns out. So Herm is the uh, general manager and owner, uh, owner, only managing partner of the Danbury Hattricks. That's a minor league hot, hockey team in Danbury, Connecticut. And uh, we're just going to get his scoop. We've been talking a lot about sports trying to come back and how it was for them to fold and uh, what, what it's going to be like for next season and what they're doing. We talked about, about the Korean Baseball League. We'll be talking about that a little bit. Um, but Blake just try and get, right, just try and get a, get an owner's perspective, uh, an actual, actual franchise owner's perspective on, on where things are going and what, what might be happening. What you been doing this week, Webb? Anything good? Trying to, you know, winning, winning Korean baseball games, trying to stay up till 430. <laughs> What's with the shades tonight? You going with the shade? You learning about show business. I want to compliment you, by the way, on your background, your backdrop. Yeah, there, well, dude. You're looking like you're in a studio now. I'm tired of getting in trouble. I got, I got a whole studio here. I'm in the garage. You're going to, you might hear the, uh, the train. So I'm back. We're going back to grassroots. We're going back to where we started. Cool. You're looking a little bit like, whole, uh, you got kind of what? a Stevie Wonder, you got kind of a Stevie Wonder vibe going on there. Uh, yeah, hey, that's what I was going for. That, that worked, that worked out well. Um, I, I got all these lights in my face. I got these funky lights that Stacy has to take pictures of some merchandise. So I got these, and it, it's kind of hot and it hurt me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and plus I'm, you know, I'm big time now. We're going big time. That's right. Showbiz, man. Sponsor. I'm trying to tell you. Firm's going to get us another sponsor. Yep. So, so we got, um, I, I noticed you're on, I want to, I want to commend you for getting on Twitter. And try and try and at least uh, web the wager yeah, maker really on Twitter and getting on there. But uh, but listen, so far you got nine followers, so we're gonna work on that. But when you when you post something, you got to put like a hashtag, yeah, whatever in it, yeah. so more well, than the nine that's people the see. Fault. That's that's Perone's fault. He he sent me like I got a text the message like twelve thirty last night. He's like, you gotta do this. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's your job. So All right. it's his fault. All right, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. But I do want to say thank you. It's good that you're getting on there and getting started. I think. Yeah, I mean it's it's some of it's okay. It's new to me, but I'll I'll, I'll get it figured out. Once we need I to get millions. We need, we need to get millions. We need millions. That's on right. That. That's right. So, it's coming. All right, 
All right, so like I said, we're going to be talking about a few things. We've got Monday Night Football commentators, Blake Snell. You talked about uh, just teams trying to get revved up. I guess he's got a problem with his contract and stuff. But before we get any started, all right, folks, we've been talking a lot about when sports are coming back and uh, whether they are or how it was to shut down. We reached out to Jerry Jones and uh, Mark Cuban. Those guys weren't available. So we reached back to our old freehold pal, man. This guy, 25-plus years in the sports marketing business. Uh, he started – in 1989, at the Hartford Whalers of the NHL, he spent 17 years in minor league baseball, including the Cardinals, the Brewers, Red Sox, all kinds of teams. Uh, spent a few years with the uh, Danbury Whalers. Uh, they led the league in attendance every year he was there. Uh, my boy, our boy, Webb, from back in the day, uh, Herm Sorcher, welcome to the show. Oh, love it, bro. Love it. Love being here with you boys. What a day. What an intro there. What an Great intro. I forgot about Beloit. Uh, how many years were you in Beloit? I forgot what the Beloit. Oh, Beloit, I was there for two years. That was uh, yeah. 1992 and 93, man. That was, oh, man, that was, uh, what an experience, man. What an experience. Yeah. Well, guys, don't ever I'm, tell anybody again how much money you made when you were working for the Whalers, so. though. I felt bad for you. Uh, I was in college. Come on. It was, it was like being. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's it's point. like being on a grill. Glorified intern. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, look, man, this guy sold tickets. I talked to our buddy, his assistant coach up there, John Krabinski, and uh, he said he used, to, he used to see him up in the stands selling toasters and doing whatever he could to get, get people into the stands. Ah, Steve, all, all about the fan experience, giving people a great show. We want them to uh, go to work the next day, tell their buddies, hey, you won't believe what these guys were doing. I, I, I always prided myself and just took the philosophy that, hey, whatever, you know, we're going to do whatever it takes to entertain you. We're not going to say no. We're going to push the envelope. We're going to try everything. And, you know, look, we, we do a lot of things that maybe we swing and miss on, but you, know, you hit it out of the park. It's a beautiful thing. And, you know, that, that's really, look, that's, that's the, um, thought process we, we always do. Like, look, to borrow one from Cal Ripken or Tony, <laughs> these guys always said, like, I can't remember which one said it, but they always said they never wanted to, you know, I mean, obviously Ripken never missed, missed the game, but he said, Hey, I never wanted to, come out of the lineup because I didn't know who was in the stadium, who was coming to see him in. You know what? Like people say, wow, all these games, you got this energy. I, I really feel the same way. Every game we play, every time we open the door, every time we drop the puck, I want to give the fans my absolute best every single time. And that, you know what? If you talk about like what motivates you, that's it. I want, I like Roy Hobbs, man. I want people to say, wow, you're the best. You yeah, and this Fuck load management, man. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> exactly. How are you supposed to gamble on the Clippers when you don't know when fucking Kawhi is playing? It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, uh, How'd that work out for him? They got plenty of rest this season, all those guys. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, right, right. But Greg Popovich, man, I don't know if he should be allowed to coach. He, he, I think he ruined the game. I think he ruined the game. I really I do. He just wins championships, though, man. If you win championships, that's all that matters. But the whole resting thing, come on, that's stupid. So, I don't know if that is fine. I think that just I, that, I'm going to Kawhi on that one. You never saw the big the big fundamental never rested like yeah, that. No, rested I, look, I, I, Robinson was out there. He was on the dream team. I forgot all about that. I saw that shit that? on the Jordan thing. David Robinson. Oh yeah, I've only watched the I only watched the first two. I I got the other stuff, you know, a lot. Oh man, you gotta watch yeah. that. It's good stuff. I love that show. I love that show. It oh. is. Great it show. is. I've been catching up on Breaking Bad. I, I never watched Breaking Bad. That's so, a good one. That's a good one. I absolutely, they talk about like, you know, a TV show really affects you when you're talking about that. I say, dude, I, I'm so a mess about Walter White and what happened to him and his family. And <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I just, and then I watched Narcos. The man. Uh, not, uh, Breaking Bad much better than that. And we yeah. gotta stop mentioning 
It is. They better start sending some Netflix. Better send a check at AMC. Better start cashing oh, us in. Speaking of that, I don't know if we, we we're gonna you're gonna hook us up with the New Haven Nighthawks. We're gonna be. I'm oh, gonna go head to toe with the Nighthawks here in New Haven What's Nighthawks. Like hat tricks. So. I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna give them a big shout out. But uh, New Haven Nighthawks. Let me tell you the story about this guy. So he's a youngster just like ourselves, sports fan, lived in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, you know, dreamed of being a New Haven Nighthawk hockey player, but this guy had no athletic ability. Less than you, Smitty. He had less. He had <laughs> oh, less. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you after that. Go ahead with your story, but I'll get you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, New Haven Nighthawks ultimately they tear down the arena. The team goes out of business. They fold up shop. You know, but they had a great history. They probably I think it was 75 years of professional hockey history in that city. <clears throat> so the guy's buying his house, and it turns out his attorney for the house closing is a uh, trademark attorney. And it just came up in conversation. Hey, like, what could I do to get a T-shirt? How could I get the logo? How could I get permission? One thing led to another. The guy acquires the no no one had a trademark. The guy acquires the That's uh, crazy. the trademark for the New Haven Nighthawks logo. So he owns it. He started making T-shirts, hats, whatever for all his buddies as a joke or whatever. One thing leads to another, and they're like, let's slap this let's slap this on a beer and see what it does. And he starts selling New Haven Nighthawks beer. Created the New Haven Nighthawk Brewing Company, and so we we made a deal with him this year, and we brought him on board. We matched him up, you know, at our at our bar, the Rabbit Hole, and he's going up against, you know, you walk up to the bar, you can order a Bud, Sam Adams, or a New Haven Nighthawk beer. This guy, he he buried them, absolutely buried them. He's swinging, you know, with the big guys there, and his beer is that good. So I'm gonna get him on board with you guys. Yeah, tell him to set us some I don't know if you know, but Smitty owns two bars in New Orleans. I don't know if you knew that. I'm a huge fan. I lo- look to this. To <laughs> this day, he might sell some beer down there. <laughs> to, this, to this day, to this day, I think you could have pumped down John Taffer. I think you could have pumped him down. Dude. He was aggressive as hell with you, dude. I got he him. Got my wife says my New Jersey comes out of me a little bit in that he show. Got right in your face, dude. <laughs> but right, you were making right. fun of my athletic ability, Herm. I got to ask you. Can you list your, your dad's maybe top five, top five all-time baseball players real quick, and, and, and see if I'm on that list? I even go well, top, top five. five. Let's, just, right. let's just go one. We're talking amateur. We're talking professional. I don't know if you. you I think your dad would put well, us all on the same list. I think. I think I'd be. I'd make the top that. five. That's, that's that's fair. So look, I can tell you, uh, four of them are probably Jackie Robinson, Gil Hodges, Pee Wee Reese. I, you know, I I don't know who the fourth is, but I know there's. I named three. You're number one, man. He absolutely <laughs> loved. What you could do on the mound. He did, mound. man. He did. He was my fan oh, yeah. when I was on the mound. Okay. He loved, funny, look, yeah. he, he, to this day, he thought you were overlooked by all of Major League Baseball. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not shortchanging your ability, but I think my dad was on drugs with it. I don't know what he saw. Dude, he, he saw the diamond in the rough, man. I had that. I had it. Dropping that big old curveball on people. Uh, he was exactly. shining him shoot. Whatever he was doing. You know what it was, Herm? I wasn't, I wasn't a big hard thrower. I was, I was a craftsman. I was a craftsman out there on the mound. Exactly, exactly. He, he appreciated, hey, he appreciated my craftsmanship out there on the mound. The, the bottom line is, look, the same training methods, CC Sabathia used them <laughs> and he did, did, he did just fine, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tello Colon pitched a long time. Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Pancho could throw. Big sexy, baby. <laughs> big sexy. And look, let's not shortchange you on the basketball court either. You could low post on some people too. I mean, I'm oh, not yeah. saying it. You guys, if you guys want to say it, I'll let you say it. I ain't say I ain't, you know. Look, I'm not it's not a big deal, horn. right? It's not a big deal. 
We got to put the feet up. Uh, Herm, I'll, I'll, I'll pat Herm's back from 1986, maybe, circa 1986, oh. the Shore Conference, run, oh. uh, whatever it was. Holiday Jubilee, Jubilee, baby. That's in high school. Herm had his day. Had his day. Holiday Jubilee. Buggy playing basketball. Buggy still playing football. Uh, yeah. everyone, there's, there's a lot of people were hurt. I got some time in that one, too. So that, oh, I don't know. That's good. We got to hook up with Reese Rebels, too. We got to hook up with him. Uh, we do. We do. We, we dunked him. I threw an inbound pass to do dunk it like he was fucking Metal Arc Lemon. Or like, oh, uh, God. I got the YouTube video. I'm going to pop it on our Facebook page later on tonight yeah, yeah, to introduce uh, Herm. I also got a picture of the three of us heading to the prom. Wonder why I never got no tail in high school. Look at that. Oh, you can yeah, look yeah. at that picture yeah. and uh, let it tell me. We, we have. What was more embarrassing, Herm, that, that, that pass, that inbound pass, or leaving Lehigh back in, in the, that, oh. probably that same year? Another oh, gee, we did, we, we just, yeah. look, we, we, we didn't have many victories. I mean, I, but we like the 62 <laughs> Mets. We just, we showed up. We lost a lot of games. Yeah. You know, a lot of, not a lot of moral victories either. Yeah. Uh, if you just want us to stay at a sorority party. Yeah, let's oh, go home. Yeah, why would we? Why would we? We were only 17. We were ready to party right. with college girls. 50, 50, 18-year-old drunk, uh, you know, 19-year-old drunk college. They Let's wanted, they wanted us to stay. Nothing wrong with it. Who, who wouldn't have been scared? Line. I wonder who, why who I'm sitting in my garage now. Who wouldn't have been scared? Yeah. yeah. I don't blame Everybody us. Everybody Yeah. No one dreams of something like that. Oh, right. It would have made a movie. It would be fucking Bill Gates right now. <laughs> I got to tell you, too, about, about 25 years ago, my son comes running out of the living room. Steve, Steve, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a dude from Freehold, New Jersey on ESPN right now. I'm like, what the fuck he's talking about? I go running out. There's a, there was a, ESPN had a game show and this dude named Herm Sorcher was on the ESPN game show. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking Herm. Yeah, yeah. True. What was True. the name of that, what was the name of that show, Herm? Uh, two Minute Drill, Kenny Maine. He, he ran this thing. That was, uh, hey, the only perfect round in the history of that show. The show was on three years. Only one guy went 16 for 16 with a perfect round. That was, well, my man. What did you win? You ended, you went to an Oklahoma game, right? A football game? I went to the yes. Right. So it was part of that. Like they give you a big question at the end. You can double your money and you can, uh, um, uh, you, you win like a trip somewhere to, to you know, you, a trip somewhere to some destination. So <laughs> the thing I had was, uh, I, I won two of them. One was, um, go to see a co- you know, go to see college game day, the game day show, and you're going to be wherever. I mean, obviously, since 2001, it's gotten much bigger, you know, what they do with that whole production. But yeah. Oh, they had so, Yeah. So we select, what they do is you select the weekend and like me and my, me and my buddy just kind of mapped it out. And we're like, okay, this, this could be a game that could work. And it just turned out the weekend we, you know, so they, you pick the weekend and they're like, all right, wherever we're going that weekend, you're going with us. So it turned out it was Lincoln, Nebraska with Oklahoma, Eric Crouch. And, uh, and the Oklahoma Sooners. It, it was, who was coaching Oklahoma? It wasn't Barry Switzer, was it? Jeez. Who he was, was coaching by then, right? No, what yeah, year was, was it? No, he was long gone. But it was 2001. Oh, hell yeah. He was already won the championship with the Cowboys then. No, he was long I gone. can't. Oh, uh, was, could it have been Bob Stoops? Maybe. He had been there that long? And, and then the big, the, so, so me and my buddy went on that trip and then we start looking at, you know, we're in Lincoln, Nebraska and like, <laughs> And be flying home. And we, look, we had an unbelievable time Friday night. We had an unbelievable time Saturday night. And, you know, we talked about the Hartford Whalers a little bit. So at the time, my boss for the Hartford Whalers was the luxury suite manager for the Chicago Bears. And um, the Bears were playing the next day 
at uh, the Bears were home against the San Francisco 49ers. So I was just like, look, why don't, it was like one of those things. I was like, yeah, let's, let me just call and see what's going on. Let me just try to pull this up. I was like, look, Jeff, we're, we're in Lincoln. Instead of flying back to Newark, we're going to fly to O'Hare Airport. Can you hook us up? He's like, yeah, no problem. So the game was probably one o'clock or whatever. So we saw that game. We saw the Niners Bears game and it was the, the game, the Bears, um, the Bears had a great team that year. So 2002. And they, um, they were down like 14 points and they ended up winning it like on like a Hail Mary at the end of the game or like, it was a, they were down 14 with like two minutes to go. Came, I remember Garrison Hurst had like a big touchdown. I think Mike Brown, yeah, Mike Brown like picked one off and ran it back. Crazy ending. It was sick. So that was a great weekend. And then, and then, and then, and then on Friday night, one of the buddies that I'm with, he ends up, like we meet a couple friends out there. I actually had friends in Lincoln, Nebraska. If you can believe that, one guy like <laughs> I throws it. Guy, Why yeah, one you? guy, one guy throws a guy through a plate glass window. That's a whole nother story, <laughs> another day. Was he uh, from Chicago? No, no, no. This guy was not surprisingly enough. Yeah. Did you ever meet my buddy Sweets? No, you might, you might have met Sweets. Well, if not, so I worked with Sweets for years. Anyway, at the time he was working for the Omaha Royals, so he drove from Omaha to Lincoln, hung out with us, and some guy did something. And I don't some dude through a plate glass window. Yeah, I dude I he like fucked him and he went through a plate glass window. Nice. Ah, uh, you know, living it, living the dream, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Yolo. You no, got a cooler not... down there, Smitty? You got a cooler? Who's your who handles the heavy stuff? We don't have them kind of problems around our place, man. Like it's just that. all it's all good, loving people, man. Not like them, them Lincoln, Nebraska, New Jersey folks. They get I trouble out here. Not here. It's all a good time. Like Patrick Swayze, just be nice. That's it. That's right. That's right. Roadhouse, Walk. baby. Walk. Talk yeah. about yeah. movies. Talk about the best movies. Roadhouse. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. So, I love it. So, Herm, we got the inaugural season of the Banbury, Danbury Hattricks this year, right? Yes. You, you, you start in the season, super excited, get things going, teams winning, starting to fill up the seats, and then, and then a coronavirus comes around. What, what, what's and life been like for you, the roller coaster this year, and, and what's the situation moving forward? Well, yeah, it was a tough one to end it, and just just being on the phone call when the league is like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna like it, it was it was it was sad. It, it was definitely a bummer because you know we had a great team, the guys were pumped, we were really rolling, and uh, it just end you know just ended. But um, you know, I always say to like the guys on the team and the guys in our organization, "Hey, would you rather would you rather have lost in the first round with this team we had?" Or would you rather the way it ended the way it did? And, uh, you know, no one could, it's probably split 50-50. So, you know, look, it's painful, but at least it's painful all around for everybody. You know, so we're all in the same boat. It was a tough ending. Um, you know, planning on going forward, like what, what happens down the road? I mean, like right now we're, we're just talking to fans, getting their feedback on the season, trying to understand with them, you know, like, hey, what would you like? What would you like to see more of? Uh, you know, that type of stuff. And we're really not trying to sell anything right now. We're just getting people excited. That, hey, we are going to be coming back. We just don't know when. We don't have that time. And, but look, for us, we're kind of lucky in that, um, you know, we're going to follow the lead of, <clears throat> of Major League Baseball, college football, NFL, all that. So, look, if the NFL comes back September 14th, which is what they're saying, and they're putting 75,000 people in a stadium, you know, yeah, hey, we're going to, we're going to try to put 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 people in a hockey arena. We're going to yeah, do why that. Not? I mean, that's going to happen, dude. That, this is no way it's not. I mean, they're talking about, Playing sports in uh, in Florida like tomorrow. Yeah, so. no, I, right. I, I look. I think I think there's going to be some good things that happen. And look, and look, there's some good things are going to come of it. You know, you're gonna you, look. We're going to definitely be more attentive to 
how to clean the building and what needs to be cleaned and social distance. You know, look, some good of that, some good is going to come from that. Maybe some practices that were just like, ah, whatever. You know, now there's more attention and the fan, you know, we always say to our fans, hold us to the highest standards, hold us, hold us to the highest levels of customer service and what we're doing. So yeah, look, I think people are going to say, people are going to say to us, hey, what are you doing? And, uh, you know, when you, when you see information about other teams and other stadiums, you know, a lot of them are rolling out, uh, you know, protocols, documents, yeah. plan. Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to keep you safe. And that, that's good. I mean, it, it's a good guide to follow. And I'm sure we're going to pick up on a lot of that and create our own too. Right. And then I saw, uh, that you guys have a new, like a junior hockey team going in that arena there. So you have something to do with that too. That's exciting. Yeah. So I tell you, our vision has been, uh, when, when we bought the building in, um, 2019 to, to just create like the greatest hockey, skating, entertainment venue destination that you could possibly have. So. I mean, look, how do you, you know, what's the, what's the master plan on that? It's like, Kate, hey, let's, let's get the best teams, the best coaches and, and organically it will just grow. Like people will just want to come in here. So we have a pro team. We have a junior team that's kids 16 to 20 years old and that's considered tier three. There, there's tier one, two and three. So that's tier three. Three is the lowest. Um, tier two is you're getting into kids who are going to play division one college hockey. The tier three is, you're gonna get a. You're gonna go play college hockey at um, a Division three school. I'm trying to think of one that's around there, but you know, division, like UMass Boston, or so you know, different D three schools. Um, the tier two team we just acquired, which is the North American Hockey League. There, there's only one tier two league in the country, which is now you know the North American League, which is so now in Danbury. So we're gonna get players uh, who are serious Division one college players, and the guy like we, we've already started to put together the team. We've got a guy on the team who's committed already to Providence, another guy who's committed to Merrimack. You know, these are strong Division One programs. So, you know, it's just about building a brand in the community that when you're a five-year-old and you want to learn how to play, you're looking for, hey, I want to learn how to play hockey. I want to, I want to start my career. You know, your mom and dad, they, they want to bring you into, into a place that has a vision, that has a pyramid of, hey, I can climb this pyramid. I can get there. And that, that's, you know, that's, that's what we want to do. So yeah, this is an exciting time for us in the building. Brick by brick, baby, just like us, man. Exactly. Build it. That's all you can do. One percent better every day. That's and it's it. just good, man, with the, with all this going on that you guys are still looking forward and still making plans down the road and still still committing community there and still 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 going about your business other than just uh just folding up shop and uh yeah. I don't know, just waiting for this thing to be over with. You guys are still that's the way to do it. Still making plans and still still figuring out what the future holds. Definitely. Most definitely. So, Worm, you want to stick with us for a little while while we talk about some of these other while uh, we talk about some of these other uh, sports things, or you want to you got someplace to be tonight, or what? Are you kidding me? This is it, man. I, 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 dreamed, <laughs> I dreamed of a night like this. Your face, <laughs> my body, Herm. Your yeah, face, my body. Well, what, do what do we got? All right. Another so, uh, I don't know. Well, what do we want? To, what do we want to talk about tonight? It, what, well, we're going to so what? What podcast? What? What number, Smith? What number are we at? Let's start off. All right, well, we can start right, well, it's gonna be kinda of hard. We can start off right from the top like this, but we're on, I think we're already gonna have done that already. But, uh, okay. but, uh, we can go right into our stuff. I think we're gonna already have done that. The whole, uh, right. 46, 47 shit. We'll do that, we'll do that after Herm's gone, but we can move on. Uh, so you did, how many shows you've done? Uh, 46. This is, this is 40, our 46, uh, you're on a 47 show, Herm. Oh, wow. It took you that, I mean, it took you that long to get a, an invite up here to Connecticut? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can get on every time you want. That's you can come on every week if you want. Uh, 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 well, once, yeah, once, we get, once, 
I tell you what, what we can do is once we get the season rolling and back, and we'll have what we could do a guest player with you, and he can he can tell you what it's like uh, off the ice. Oh living. yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll zip up the, the, the we'll zip up to uh, Danbury. What's the oh, nightlife yeah. over there? Yeah, we'll do yeah we'll do we'll have a live uh, a camp uh, from the arena. Johnny Kerpinski would love that man. There you go. <laughs> he's my buddy, man. He had a good time down in Spirits at Turtle Bay. Man, yo, got to feed. He's feeding your family, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. He's the man. He's the man. All right, what do we got? All right, so looks like we're getting back. We can get back to some live sports action here shortly, Smith. We could start gambling on some stuff at least. Well, we've been I've been getting on this, dude. So they got like 4:30 in the morning here. They got Korean baseball coming on ESPN. Herm, have you seen it's this? Not have you heard there. about this? It's not just there. It's everywhere. It's not just in New Orleans. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the Korean baseball like have I watched the game? No, I haven't. But uh, I haven't I, watched either. But I bet on it. Been betting on it for like ten days now. So. How'd you do? How you doing on it? We're doing. We're, we're killing we're it. Right. No, I'm not killing. It. We're we're up. We're in the plus. We love, I'm, I'm a big Dinos fan. Uh, what is it? Oh, NC Dinos. Yep. Yeah. Dude, even. Uh, find the Key Room Heroes. They lost two in a row. We're on them tonight. Key Room Heroes and uh, who else did I? I think I took. Uh, We've I been I on those LG Dinos. Twins. We've been on the LG Twins a few times too. Oh, what yeah. kind of? What are they? What is it? Just like standard type of lines, like same, there? typical. Yeah, it's money uh, lines, yeah, it's money lines like over they, and unders. It's money lines. You, and, uh, you got and a guy over. like Ryan Dempster that you love. You just went with Ryan Dempster. Every no, there are there are some Americans. I just you know I don't even I look at this, who's playing, look at the records, kind of figure it out. Smith Smith's done some research. He, he's he's on oh, yeah. the he knows the rotation yeah. and the, he's thrown the off my last two weeks. Dynamo. I'm all out of whack, man. I don't know if I'm coming or going at four thirty in the morning game. Four thirty. Nothing wrong with that, man. Life life of a bar owner, man. Yeah, 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 the bar, the bar is closed. I got nothing else to do but the wager oh, maker that's shit. True. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We got to do. I do is tell people who to bet on the Korean baseball league. There you go. I was kind of digging the Dinos. Uh, they had some badass like gold jerseys the other day. I was almost gonna get myself some Korean Korean swag. I was gonna order some online, but but then they then the game I was watching they ended up losing in the last inning. So I was like, fuck these assholes. I bet you're not the only one. You order and that shit. You man. see, uh, I, I, I think Blake Snell could go fuck himself too. You see, he came out and said it's not worth playing for a partial payday. He, it's, it's not good enough what? to pay for fucking I mean, $10 million, whatever he's going to make. Because he want to get the fucking coronavirus? Is he I'll play. A, wear a mask. You'll be all right. Seriously. All right. For, for, hey, Blake, Blake, we're going to give you $2 million. If you, if you want, we'll just wear a mask all the time. Right. Never <laughs> take it off. Pitch every fifth yeah. day. Just Maybe at least he could shut the fuck up, then we could put it out of his mouth. This. I don't know, dude. Dude's got a point. The dude's got a point. No. no. Look, I, I why? Why would you pick less money to go into a to a to a potentially dangerous well, it's situation? Not technically less money, right? It's just that it's less. Yeah, it's prorated, right? I guess. I mean, he's not making his full year contract. He's not playing as many games either. But uh, right. But why it's put not. yourself in a situation that some people, you know, you talk to Dr. Because Fauci, he says it might be dangerous. How much money is? Depends it? on who you talk That's to. It, it's it's a tough one, man. If he was, it, Donald Trump would say that's what's thing. If if uh, like if if these guys were saying, hey, if Blake Snell said, look, I don't feel good about sitting in the hotel with all these clowns. It's just not going to be good. I oh, get that. But like the money, I'm not don't, saying that. Don't bring up the money. That's stupid. Right, right. If you're going to play that card, don't don't play and put the economic. I just say I don't want to get sick. I'm not playing for any amount of money. Exactly. That's all you're saying. You're saying if you doubled money, you'd play. So it's not that big of a risk. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's like exactly. when you go to the airport and they charge you fifty dollars for the bag, but they still put the bag on there. It's like, well, it's not for a safe, it's not a safety issue because the weight, the bag's too heavy. I never understood that. 
Right. You're still putting right. the bag on there. What's my fifty dollars gonna have to do with anything? Well, some of those okay. some of those planes they got they got like a weight thing. Smitty, do you fly a lot? Yeah, when shit's yeah. Did they, did they ever make, did they ever make you get on a scale? <laughs> this motherfucker right here, you hear this shit? Yeah, hey. Hey, listen, man, be, be thankful they only charge you for your bag. I figured out today I gained I gained seven pounds since this quarantine shit started, oh, and I've been dude, exercising I'm a, I'm a four or five days a week, bro. I'm a mess, dude. You know what's crazy? I've been and this was, orange Danbury hat trick shit is not very slimming. Fat, I can tell you that. I, got, I need the black shirt. Give me the black shirt orange, next time. Orange is in your yeah, like <laughs> a fucking good. Halloween motherfucker. I have I have <laughs> been what's killed me with this thing is I've been staying up so late. I've been you know I start binge watching Breaking Bad. I found myself up a couple nights to like three four in the morning watching this show because I I just couldn't. Yeah. And, and you know the next day then I wake up at like. Eight nine o'clock. I'm doing this like days in a row. It's crazy. That's what happens to me. I naturally stay up to like two or three, but I can usually go to bed and get up a decent time. But once I get to three, I'm like, well, I only got an hour and a half until the LG Twins play the DC Dinos or whatever the fuck it is. I might as well watch some. And I got I got fifty bucks. I got fifty bucks on the Dinos. I got a I stay up all damn night. What are you What are you watching? Korean baseball. Oh, Korean. No, I mean, I mean uh, Netflix though. What are you watching there? Oh, uh, man, I'm not really. I, I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've been watching a lot of the Jordan show. I know that's only six, seven, eight episodes right now. Yeah. But uh, I watch I watch Billions. I watch Ray Donovan. You see Ray Donovan? You check out Ray I've Donovan? I've seen pieces. I haven't seen all that. I've seen all that shit. Yeah. I rented, I rented uh, UFC 249 in the house there. last Heisenberg week. Heisenberg put those shows. Heisenberg, Heisenberg I, I love it. I can't believe I waited this long to watch that. The best is when he, uh, he says, uh, I'm the one who they should be afraid of, or whatever he says. That's the best Yeah. Part. I'm the one who knocks. I never yeah, watched Breaking Bad. Yeah. I never watched Breaking Bad, and I've shit. never seen The Lion Fucking King or whatever. What's the show? What's the the Tiger Man? Tiger show? Oh, you yeah. gotta watch. You gotta watch Tiger. Yeah, like watching a train wreck. You gotta watch Tiger. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good. He's good. If the Nicholas Cage is gonna play him in a movie, it's a dead guy. <laughs> yes. In Hollywood, do a better job of, he, of. Look, if he if he did eight millimeter, this one can't be worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, face off. That was a good one. Face off oh, was no, a good dude, one. Face- Smith's uh, Smith's debut. You can he's on Netflix. That's what he, he watches himself on on, yeah, on the watch, loop. He's on, he's uh, on the, the God inside my ear. I got another one coming out too called Sister Tempest. But the God inside my ear is the uh, the original. What was the one? Yeah, right. What were you on in Netflix? Dude, I, I'm, I'm worldwide, bro. I got I got podcasts. I've been on stage, screen. What do you what do you want? Bro? That's right. The screen. The, I mean, the you want my, yeah, IMDb. It's a whole list. I got a whole list. You're he's like he's a, you're a good dude. You you actually could make millions that way. You could be a good character actor. Like you're not a leading man, but like if like Steven Seagal was gonna cut your head off, you could do that. Money. Like I get it. I know I'm no Brad Pitt, but everybody's got you know. Exactly. exactly. You're like right. uh Bobby Bacala on The Sopranos. Like that's hey, it. What's uh, the, uh, hey. you know, every time I see a ugly, every time I see an ugly dude on TV, I'm like that could be me. You could exactly. play the, the the gambler uh the gambling dude with the with the drug and and hooker problem. Dude. It's not reality show, is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. not. Right. Yeah. So, we got uh, uh, Scott Wheatley do anything this week, Smith? We need some races. Races this yeah, week. Yeah, man. Scott Wheatley's still on it. The Thoroughbred Report. His Facebook page. Check that out. Don't forget about Will Burr Investigations and George Burge. They hooked us up. Oh, oh see, George Burge was our first, uh, first sponsor, her. Will Burr Investigations. First actual oh, wow. money sponsor, her. Oh, I money, mean. American money. Look, I'm not gonna let that guy show me up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I didn't even wear his T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm in as a first sponsorship. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, oh. yeah, yeah. 
See how I much do. swag of yours I got on. Thanks. Yeah. Webb's really wearing his spirits on bourbon shirt tonight. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Good as hell. That's why I wear bourbon So uh, Monday Night Football announced that they're going to be changing the uh, the guys in the booth. I guess the old uh, Tessitur and Booger McFarland thing didn't work out. Uh, what, what do you guys think about that? Shocker. Shocker. You know, Did they say going to be? No, no. I mean, what, what happened to Monday Night Football? Like, I mean, look, is it is it just we're watching too much football, or is it the announcers yes. are bad, or there's too many TV stations? What happened like 1979 when you could tune in and Howard Cosell, Don Meredith, yeah, yeah, yep. like you would look for, like when the if the Giants were lucky enough to play on Monday Night Football, I was like, holy shit, this is a this is like the greatest day of my life, and it's yep. like. It's just not like that anymore. Right. Me, me and Webb talk about that every every Sunday night and Monday night during the football season. We say it to each other. It just sounds boring and shit. It's just it's just shit. Like I'd rather just watch the game at this point than well, what they it's, got. It's, it's every Sunday night. There's a game every third Monday night. Is just I mean I like it, but you know it's 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 too much. It's saturated. They just blow what's, out the market. It's, there's no excitement to it. There's no exclusivity. What's your first memory of Monday night football? Oh, Don Meredith and Howard Cosell. I remember the cow. I'm you know. Tony Dorsett, 99 yards, and I think, uh, and then they, they came back one night against, uh, I don't know, the Redskins or something. Drew Pearson caught a crazy touchdown pass. So basically, I mean, Weber, Weber only remembers Dallas Cowboy Monday Night Football. Yeah, I remember the Nats. I remember the pregame. Yes, you know, just, uh. I got, I got to look. You know, you ever see like, uh, baseballreference.com or, you know, all those websites that like they list every game? I love going back and looking at actual games that you watch. So first, I'm going to check this after. That's why you won the trivia, because you go, you go, you're a nerd. Exactly. I love to research. He goes in a sports to... almanac. <laughs> One of my first memories of Monday Night Football was watching the Raiders at the Saints in the Superdome. And it was, it was like, let's say it was like 79 or 78, somewhere in there. And the Saints were like just complete garbage, just, just utter trash. And at the time, the Raiders had the best record on Monday Night Football. That was always like a thing. The Raiders. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Raiders and now who was the quarterback? Is that Plunkett or Staber was the quarterback? Stabler, probably. It was it was probably Stabler in those. I don't remember. I can't remember who it was. But but the Saints were like this was like the first time I really ever saw like the the Superdome really rocking and it was going crazy. And the Saints went up like fourteen or twenty one nothing on the Raiders. And you know we're, I'm a young kid, so I went to bed and I woke up the next day and the Raiders actually came back and won the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys the notes on that. But it was, <laughs> you know, it was we're not gonna was, read them. Don't bother. That that was like you know we'll the, take your word for it. Monday Night Football was, man, that was an exciting thing. Just, just it was. It was great. Right. It was the best day. I mean, it was the best. best. It was better than Sunday because you can only watch the lot, especially for someone like me. You can only watch the, those two shitty teams from a, from Jersey, so you yeah. can see all the different teams, like the Raiders and whoever else. Is it the, the announcers, though? You think, you think, like you mentioned, Boger McFarlane and... Yeah, well, the announcers do suck, but I think it's just so much... But I think I like... uh the other, like Sunday night, or one of the one of the nights, the announcers are decent. I, 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 that's how it is. I don't even know what night it is. Um, Thursday night. Thursday night they should just end. Yeah. And then, yeah, the games even suck on Thursday night too. I mean, I don't. Or, but the Bengals and the Browns, I think, last year. Like, what are we doing here? They, they, they better fucking legalize gambling. And then, and then they wear the stupidest. You know, there was one game last year. I can't remember oh, who. Yeah, that's it, that's it, it was like that's not a money grab. It was like two. It was two teams that wore like. The great, like two franchises that wore incredible uniforms, just like whether it was the Dallas Cowboys against, you know what I think it might have been the Cowboys against the Vikings. The Vikings had, had all, they're all purple. Exactly, ex- they just they yeah. just totally 
they had an opportunity for these two teams to wear these classic uniforms that they always wear, and then they did their color rush. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah. man, what a what a way, what a way. Bad book. True. True. All right. What else we got? Anything? We done? Oh, that, that was your topic list. Joey <laughs> Tessitore, Booger McFarland. That's it. Wait till now. And the we UFC. thought there would be a lot more witty banter from from her, but it got it was pretty serious. It was pretty serious. You're 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 you're, you're a text message superstar. Your text yeah, message goes. Uh, look, 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 look. I, <laughs> I don't want to give I don't think we could ever have a real conversation. Online. No, it's all right. It's just <laughs> yeah. Way too, yeah, we all too eliminated slow. a bunch of shit we said in the pre-show. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Right. Smart. Right. All right, Herm. <laughs> that, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna end on that. What do you think? All right. Bring something up. Let's go. Bring me bring right. a topic. Well, how about what do you think? I mean, what's your what's your favorite movie? You think? I mean, that's always like a. <laughs> you know, I mean, All is time. the Godfather is the Godfather still number one? Is it out there? Is I, it getting... I got I got two favorite movies. I got two favorite movies. I like I like Devil Goodfellas Inside and It's a Wonderful Peter. Life. That's my two movies. I can't. It depends on what mood I'm in, which one I like better. It's, it's a, a wonder- wonderful life. Jimmy Stewart, It's a Wonderful Life, okay, and yeah, Goodfellas. Yeah. Herm, you know the best movie, True Romance. Oh, Clowns Whirly, yeah. Uh, True, True Romance. romance. You know, I got to tell you, I was trying to watch that the other day. It was on uh, Hulu or something. Oh, I got okay. about halfway through, and I was trying to show uh, my girlfriend Heather and her 16-year-old daughter True Romance. It died. You got a girlfriend? It, 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 no, no. Couldn't get through no. it. It's like Man on Fire. Oh man, on fire! I love that. Oh, when he when he thinks that guy says cutting off his fingers, and the guy was like, "Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am?" He's like, "Yep, yeah. cutting off his fingers." I mean, and, then, yeah. and then at the end, he just wanted a cigarette. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the cigarette. Oh, he that was it. Just wanted that cigarette. Yep. What's your favorite movie? All right. Well, I mean, The Godfather. What, you got a train coming? That's why. That's why. Yeah, train. Man, I'm out of the rush. Yeah, no, the guy. I mean, look, the Godfather is number one. I mean, Blazing Saddles, Animal House. Uh, you know, those are the those are the all time history battles. Yeah, I mean, those those are classics. I mean, but like if you said I, I get to watch one movie before it's over, I mean, I'm gonna say The Godfather probably. You know, it's gonna be my go to. But you know, yeah, Goodfellas right up there. Right, look, Ray Liotta in Unlawful Entry. <laughs> that was on TV not too long. I saw that one late night the uh, week or two. Yeah, yeah that was on some Is he good? Is Ray Liotta good playing a good guy or a bad guy? He's creepy. He's better at being creepy. Yeah. He's a bad what guy, man. What about Denzel? Just, just keep doing, doing coke and making sauce. That's his best movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking cat. Yeah, it's fucking great. All right. Well, those boys. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right. I, lo- I, lo- I love it. Like, you know, the van, we take it offline. All right, bro. Yeah. Listen, we're gonna have you back on, Herm. We're gonna, it's gonna be Herm on Herm unfiltered. During the season, we're gonna get it going. All right, no, all right, brother. We'll have you back yeah. on before that. I appreciate it, dude. All right, be good, fellas. Uh, all right, I'll call. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you gonna kick it off or no? What do you want to do? There we go. We'll or just fin- wanna... we'll just finish it off, and then uh, we'll come uh, back. Uh, <laughs> all right. Just added that. All right. That. So yeah. So uh, everybody, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget Facebook at the Wager Makers Podcast, Twitter at the Wager Makers, Instagram at the Wager Makers, the Wager Makers at gmail.com. Uh, John Grove for the bumper music, Will Burr Investigations. If you're up there in Monmouth County and need somebody to get, get a trail on his ass, that's your man. Um, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Google Play Music. Uh, Devin's gonna tell you about YouTube real quick. Hi, this is Devin Weber. When you go on the Wager Makers Podcast, 
webpage, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell to put on your post notifications. Thank you. Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, thank you all for listening to Web. Take us out. Brick by brick, baby. Thank you, Wilbur Investigations. Thanks, Hiram Sorcher. Let's go hat tricks. Uh, listen to Debbie. We need listeners, likes, uh, notifications, subscriptions, all that good stuff. Uh, we're going to be uh, YouTube thousandaires. <laughs>